I pulled my orange scarf a little more snugly around my neck and knotted it again so it tucked right under my chin. The air was cool this morning, and the first leaves of autumn fell around me, blown about by a blustery breeze. Sheltered from most of the wind, I took the opportunity to gaze at the scene before me. Brownstones, concrete, yellow cabs, a deli advertising both pastrami and falafel. I sipped my coffee and marveled at my life, where it had taken me. I loved New York. The last few weeks had been amazing and difficult. It was now late September and fall was officially on its way. The air was growing crisp, the early birds had pumpkins on stoops, and I was having the time of my life. I was insanely happy. Except I was really missing my Brit. Let's go back a bit. When I first got to New York, I immediately went into rehearsals for a show in a small West Side studio space. After meeting the cast, I realized just how unique and special this show was and how grateful I was to be a part of it. The music was magical, and the character Michael had created in Mabel, enter me, Grace Sheraton, was exhilarating to explore. She was in her thirties, a former beauty queen, and having an early midlife crisis as she struggled to define herself after a failed marriage. The show was witty, irreverent, and brilliant. We'd been workshopping for only a few weeks, but the investors and producers were already discussing the possibility of mounting a full production. I was maybe about to be in my very first off-Broadway show. This was an ensemble piece with a cast of fewer than ten, and we had grown exceedingly close. When a brand new show is put together, everyone inhabits the characters who have never been given life before. This lends itself to a lot of introspection and analysis. Learning, working, growing. I was eating this shit up. I spent my days in rehearsals and my nights exploring the streets of Manhattan. I was utterly enchanted with this city. Having spent time here on business throughout the years, I thought I knew it fairly well. No, ma'am. That's nothing like when you can call New York your home. And though I didn't know how long I'd be here, I was determined to get the most out of my time. As soon as I arrived, I'd begun using my daily runs as self-guided tours. I ran through the village, east and west, NoHo, SoHo, the Bowery, and made myself quite at home in Central Park. I felt freshly and more deeply acquainted with my new town, and I was keeping my butt in top form for the show. I went to museums, shops, and parks, and I saw a show at least twice a week. I still had the same feelings when I went to see live theater that I had when my friends back home took me to see Rent all those months ago. I was emotional to the point of tears, my heart raced, and my palms got sweaty. But this time, when I saw the actors on stage and heard the music and applause, I was filled with pride. I'd made it back to the community I had never, in my true heart of hearts, really left. Also, Mike O'Connell, the show's writer and creator and the friend who'd broken my heart in college, and I were spending a lot of time together. After not speaking for so many years, the result of an ill-timed one-night stand and the subsequent I-can't-be-friends-with-someone-I-slept-with game he played wholeheartedly, we were slowly but surely beginning to know each other again. He was still delightfully funny, and he made my transition to New York a seamless one. When the rest of the cast found out we'd gone to college together, they were fascinated. We all spent evenings at least once or twice a week having cocktails at different bars around the theater district and telling stories about our wilder days. Michael and I never acknowledged our night together. Speaking about it in a group setting was obviously unthinkable, but we never spoke of it privately either. We just didn't go there. I simply relished having my good friend back. 
and he was one hell of a tour guide. In addition to my self-guided tours, I had his suggestions, and I was experiencing the city as an insider. It was enthralling. Spending time with Michael made it easier to deal with being away from home, and he definitely helped me focus on the show and my part in it. And Jack Hamilton, my much-missed Brit, well, this was a bit of a pickle. We spoke on the phone at least once a day, usually more. We sent buckets of text back and forth, usually laced with enough smut to make us blush if we read them in the company of others. He tried several times to come for a visit, but between MTV appearances, countless interviews and meetings for the upcoming movie he was starring in, we just couldn't get it worked out. I tried to get back to L.A. a few times as well, but my rehearsal schedule was so intense, there was no way for me to leave. We both understood the demands our careers were making, but... That didn't make it any easier.